Hey, I'm Candace Eisner, and this week we're talking about productivity hacks for massage therapists. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another week on the podcast. So this week, I did want to talk to you a little bit about productivity. Now, I admit I got a little clickbaity there with the title calling it productivity hacks. But you know, it is a topic that I felt I needed to cover. And here's why, you know, in in the podcast, I do tend to share a lot of tips about how to reach out to clients, potential ones and ones that you've already got like blogging, a newsletter, website tweaks, SEO tweaks, social media like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever seems to make sense for you and your style and all that stuff. And you might have listened to that and thought, you know, hey, that's cool and all, but maybe some people have time for that stuff. But you know, me, I'm really busy. I can barely keep up with my laundry, let alone all that extra business stuff you want me to do. You know, it just seems like too much for me. I'm just not going to do it. Well, you're not alone in thinking that way, or at least thinking partially that way. I don't know if you're fully over in the I'm not going to do it uh, category, but you're, you're definitely not alone thinking that it feels like a lot. There's a, that's a common thing for people in all careers, not just massage therapists or people in healthcare. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of productivity books out there for that exact reason. We've kind of made ourselves into this kind of super busy society where every minute of our day has something going on, or at least that's how it feels. But the truth is, a lot of us are spending a lot of our time on distractions. Whether it's surfing Facebook, not for business, but just for fun, playing a game on your phone, or reading the latest article from The Onion, because we know that's really important, or, you know, watching a bunch of videos on YouTube about some random topic, we always find ways to fill up our time. Then we get to the end of the day and we wonder how we got so busy and didn't accomplish all the things we really wanted to accomplish. So yeah, I wanted to take today's podcast to talk about that a little. Because if I'm going to keep telling you to do these things, these content marketing things like the newsletters and the blog posts and the social media updates and all that stuff you're using to reach out to your clients. And also I'm going to keep telling you to do things like follow up with existing clients, send more emails to them, that kind of thing. It might be a good idea if I gave you some tips on how to actually manage all of that. You know, what do you guys think? I think that makes sense. So let's just talk about that. So I'll be the first to tell you right up front, it's going to take work and it's going to take a bit of a mindset shift. You need to be willing to put away the distractions and focus on one thing at a time to maximize the use of your time. One of the things um, a lot of us have heard or have been brought up and told is that being able to multitask is a really good thing. It's a skill that we should all be cultivating. But studies have actually shown that humans are really bad at multitasking. We tend to find ourselves scattered. We don't do the things that we're doing very well if we're doing multiple things at a time. So that's one of the things you kind of have to think about is that you need to actually focus on one thing at a time and not multiple things at a time. 
And you may also need to think a bit differently about your work, generally speaking. If when you're doing these things that need to get done, you're feeling kind of a sense of dread, you might want to give a bit more attention to why you're doing them. Because you're doing them to grow your practice into what you really want it to be, right? That's that's the thing. That's the core, the why you're doing these things. So while the tasks themselves might not be your favorite thing in the world, just remember that they are a means to an end. And the end really matters to you a heck of a lot. Building your practice into what you want it to be, building your business into what you want it to be is something important to you. So that's why you're doing these things. Also remember that, hey, there is zero shame in hiring somebody to do those things. So if you don't have the budget for that now, but down the road you might have the budget, there is zero shame in hiring somebody to do some blogging for you, for your business, or um, do your accounting for you, or do your tax stuff for you, or do your linens for you, or any of the other things that you know take up part of your day so you can focus on the things that are of the things that are the best for you to be doing. Now, before I launch into the topics actually proper, I'll say that for myself, I'm not always perfect at getting everything done. Ooh, I hope that's not a kind of a shocker for some of you. I have been told by several of my clients and friends recently, like as recently as a few days ago, no, no joke, that I am the most organized person they know, or they've never worked with somebody quite as organizing, or sorry, organized or exacting as I am. Now, I really appreciate the compliment. That's very, that's, that's kind of nice to hear in one way. But I, I think it conjures up this image for both them and anyone listening to this, and even sometimes for myself, that, you know, I'm always on the ball and I have everything totally under control, everything's scheduled and perfect, and my life just flows perfectly and everything's ready to go and let's just do it. But oh my God, you guys, that is so not the truth. You know, I do have my faults for sure. In fact, while I was preparing these show notes so that I could record this podcast, an email came into my inbox from Death to the Stock Photo. Now, if you've never heard of Death to the Stock Photo, I suggest you Google it because it's it's kind of a fun free photo pack that gets sent out once a month. And yeah, that's the exact email that popped up. It was their free monthly photo pack. And instead of saying, I'll look at that later, nope, I immediately dropped everything to go see what the photo pack was. And I was ooing and aahing over the photos and saying how they did such a great job on them. And probably I was distracted for five, six minutes. Instead of going back to my show notes, I looked at the photos instead. So heck yeah, I get distracted too. And I don't always get through my daily to-do list. In fact, I often don't. But the feedback I get from other people is I'm better at these things than most folks. So here we go. Let me give you some tips about how to get the stuff done in your day as a busy massage therapist or as any person, you know, running a busy business, whether you're in health and wellness or, hey, these things apply to people just generally speaking. So the first thing is talking about that mind shift, that mindset shift. If you want to achieve something, you have to make time for it. And I mean that very, very literally. This means you shouldn't be trying to do all your tasks that aren't seeing clients in between seeing your clients, because I know that is a really common thing for massage therapists to do. They will pack their schedule super full and they'll try to do all the things that need to get done in those tiny 10, 15, 20 minutes they have in between clients. And you know that you don't, that doesn't give you a whole lot of time anyhow between 
getting a drink of water or going to the bathroom, changing the linens, you know, writing up some notes for your client, checking in to see what you're seeing the next client for. It's just like, you don't have much time in between clients. So you need to actually book realistic time into your schedule each week to do the things you need to do. And that includes your marketing. So your newsletter, your blog, you're updating your website, all those things I keep talking about. So from from here on in, when I say marketing or when I say content marketing, that's the stuff I'm talking about, okay? So on that note, I want to emphasize that it's really great to be available to and, you know, a bit flexible with your clients. That's, that's a nice thing to do. But it's also extremely important to honor the things you need to get done in your day. In order to take care of your clients, you need to take care of yourself. And that includes both your own health and the health of your business. So you need to actually schedule yourself a lunch, okay? Don't do the thing I was just talking about where you book yourself back to back to back to back and you don't have time for a proper lunch. You're just taking a bite of a sandwich in between clients and it might take you two or three hours to finish one sandwich because you just don't have the time. So do that. Um, You know, you also should be scheduling in time to do your laundry if that's part of your responsibilities, uh, you know, at at your clinic and other clinic cleanup. Those should actually be scheduled into your time and not just, oh, you know, I'll get to them when I have time. And other things as well, of course, like I said, uh, you should schedule in time for your marketing. You should also schedule in time to go to the gym because that's really important, taking care of yourself. Or if you're not a gym kind of person, then scheduling time to go for a run or go to a Pilates class or whatever your thing is to, to take care of your body. Schedule in time for that. You should also be scheduling in time to get a regular massage or other types of treatments yourself because I've, I've said this in a previous podcast, you know, do as I say, not as I do is just a really crappy attitude to have with your clients, but also just it's part of taking care of yourself. And it's part of making sure that you have longevity in your career. So you should definitely be scheduling that right into your book and not just going, oh, you know, if I have time next week, maybe I'll worry about that. No, don't do that. Like, just actually schedule yourself in time for these important things. So and by schedule, I really literally mean put it in your day planner for a specific time that day and don't book things over it. Sticking to your regular schedule is also part of being productive because you know what you're doing at any one point in the day. Now, I just said planner, right? So if you don't have a day planner or the planner you use is only your online booking system and you don't use anything else to plan your day, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to start using one. That's the only way you're going to sort of keep yourself accountable. Um, Personally speaking, I much prefer to have a paper planner. But I know other people like to have something electronic and either way is fine. I'm not going to tell you you have to do paper if you're more an electronic person. Just do whatever works for you. But the main thing is you have to have something to refer to throughout the day to keep yourself on track. If you know you've booked yourself time for the gym from 2 to 3 p.m., for example, then you'll see that and hopefully you'll actually go to the gym as opposed to going, well, you know, there's this pile of laundry that needs to get done and I need time for lunch and da 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 You're not going to do that because you've also booked in time for the laundry and the lunch. So you'll go to the gym. And also, you know, it's just important to have that mindset of if something's booked in your schedule, then you do it. It's it's because it's good for your business and it's good for you. And by the way, speaking of this whole planner thing, some of you might have thought, well, okay, um, does that mean I'm going to have to 
recopy everything from my online booking into a day planner. Like I really don't want to have to do that. That's a pain in the butt. No, you don't actually. You cannot put the specifics of your client appointments into your cal into your calendar. What you can say is from nine to one, that's when I'm seeing clients and that's it. You don't have to put the specifics of who the clients are if you don't want to or anything like that. You just simply say, this is when my client stuff is. And then you refer to your online booking system to see who is actually booked. That's totally fine. So the added bonus here when you use this system is you have specific times in your schedule for client bookings and it helps you say no when someone asks you to work outside your usual hours. And I know that's a common occurrence in any profession, though it seems to happen more in helping professions like massage therapy. And I, th I think the reason why is because people in helping professions tend to be kind of people pleasers. And that means we're more likely to let someone talk us into sort of extending ourselves in ways that we really don't want to. Um, but if something else is actually in your schedule, it's so much easier to just say, sorry, I'm not available at that time. Can we do two o'clock the next day? It's really a mindset shift thing. And even if it's something personal that you've got booked in at that time, it's still something booked at that time. And you're still being completely 100% honest with the client that you aren't available because something is booked. So, okay, you know, all that schedule stuff aside, what about things like email or text messages? So, you know that email is a pretty important part of running a business, but it can also be a huge time waster. Seriously, how much legit email do you get versus sales versus random stuff versus spam versus jokes forwarded to you from a friend? all that stuff. Email can be a huge time waster. It can take up a huge part of our day if we let it. I really recommend making specific time for your email each day and not just constantly checking it every time you have a break between clients because it frees up your energy to get a lot of the other stuff done instead of just hitting refresh on your phone. You know, are are you the type to do that right now? Every single time you have a break in between clients, you'll hit refresh, you'll check your email, you'll see if somebody's emailed you about appointment, then you will rush to try and answer the email before your next client comes in or before you go eat your lunch and then you've taken time up when you should have been eating your lunch and it just gets kind of silly. So I recommend just giving yourself a specific space of time in your day, maybe two spaces if that's the type of business you're running, say first thing in the morning and maybe, you know, towards the end of the day. Those are the times you look at your email and you don't look at it otherwise. And that frees up so much more of your time to do other things. So going back to that whole hitting refresh in between patients or between clients thing, what about social media? You know, are you the type to be on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or something else all the time? Social media is another huge time waster. Oh my God, we are so, I'm gonna use the word addicted. We really are. We spend so much time on it as, as a society. I'm generalizing here. If you're not the type to do this, good on you. You know, that is awesome. But a lot of us do. And if you're using social media for your business, sure, that's one thing. But, you know, you probably don't need to be on there for, a, you know, between every single patient refreshing your feed maybe to making time once a day to make a post and respond to people or maybe twice a day again, kind of like email is fine, but you don't need to be on there randomly all the time, right? That's just a big time waster. So again, schedule this stuff and then don't look at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever you're using the rest of the day because it's just sucking your time away from the other things you need to get done. If you really do want to be productive and you really do want to get more stuff done and you really do want to 
do content marketing and all that stuff that's important for growing your business, you need to be careful about the time wasters like social media. And another big tip I have just in general is to-do lists. So do you have a to-do list? You know, do you have a place where you keep that list and you refer to it regularly? So here's my big thing about that. I am a big to-do list kind of gal. I make a lot of to-do lists. Probably every day I sit down and make one. But the one thing I noticed was, uh, you know, I was putting things on my list that were important, but a lot of the time I wasn't actually getting them done. Ugh. Or they were getting done kind of half-assed because I was rushed, and that's not good. It's not good if you're doing it either, you know. And the issue wasn't that I was forgetting about my to-do list. And it wasn't that I didn't care about my to-do list, because I certainly did. The issue was that I wasn't making specific time for these things in my schedule. You probably could have guessed that by now. You know, we're, we're what, 15, 16 minutes into me blabbing at you about scheduling things in? You probably guessed that. So here's a big tip for you. And actually, I learned this from Marie Forleo. So if you don't know about her, you know, Google her. She's a she's sort of a very uh, smart and savvy entrepreneur businesswoman. Um, and she's got a lot of tips about, you know, just productivity and running a smart business. Um, but anyway, you know, the thing that she does that I learned to start doing recently is every evening you sit down with your day planner and you plan out the next day. So for me, if there's things in my to-do list that need to get done, I actually schedule them into my day. So two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever time it's going to be, they're scheduled. And that way there is a specific time set aside for them. So that's way more likely I'm going to get it done. And of course, this time in the evening to review the schedule for the next day also keeps me on track. Like it reminds me which clients I'll be working with the next day and what other things I need to get done. It just it's just kind of a good mindset to kind of end your day on like, oh, OK, tomorrow's looking good. I, I can handle this. You don't need to be thinking, oh, you know, who am I seeing and what's the day going to look like and blah, blah, blah. It's just it's all already set out for you. So it's just a nice way to end your day. And it also lets me see if I forgot to do something because I do. It happens, right? So that way you can schedule it the next day and make sure that it does get done. So some of you listening might be cringing a little bit at the idea of having to live by a schedule. Maybe you're thinking, uh, you know, I am self-employed so I can do what I want when I want. And I don't like the idea of having to schedule things in for myself. Trust me, I hear you. I have felt that way at times myself for sure. It might feel like you don't have any freedom at all, but really most people find that if they schedule things in, it actually gives them more freedom. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's true because getting your shit done, that means that you have so much more time for the other things in your life, right? So that's why I recommend you actually plan your day, plan when you're going to do your marketing, plan when you're going to see clients and don't just, you know, oh, I'm available from 9am until 7pm. They can have whatever time they want. Well, no, like block some times out that they're, that are for clients and block some times out that are for your other things for your business and block some times out for the things that are important to you, like getting a healthy lunch, like going to work out, like getting things in your to-do list done that aren't necessarily specific to your business but are important to get done. Time block it out. You will find that you have so much more freedom in reality when you're not 
distracting yourself with other stuff when you're not worrying about when things are going to get done because they're scheduled and when you're not worrying about, you know, when I'm going to see clients because you already know the answers to all of those things. So I'm going to leave you with a nice quote from Danielle Laporte. And that's another person I recommend you look up. Uh, her, her stuff is also fairly inspiring for those of us who work for ourselves and are just trying to kind of make it in this crazy world of, you know, entrepreneurs and self-employed business people. And it definitely applies a lot to you healthcare people. So the thing that she says is that planning your day turns into living your life. And for me, you know, that's really true. And that's why I'm recommending it to you. So that's it this week about planning and scheduling and being productive as a self-employed healthcare person, especially you guys as massage therapists. As always, if you have any questions or comments or topics you'd love to hear me cover on the podcast, just get in touch. I'm always available to you at candice at nixie.ca. Hey, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I really am grateful to have all you guys here with me. If you do like this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating and review over on iTunes, as they always say, right? But I also do appreciate your feedback. So if you want to get in touch, you can always pop me an email at candice at nixie.ca. I do read and respond to all of my emails, I promise. Have yourself an awesome rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week.